This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Hello, and welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. My name's Kevin Anthony. And I'm Michael Anthony. We're with Golden Years Financial Advisors, and we're thrilled to be able to bring this podcast to you today, sort of an interesting topic that we have going on today uh, that's going to be when to stop saving for retirement. So this will be an interesting one. So if you have any questions on it, give us a phone call here at 574-968-7926. That's 574-968-SWAN. Or you can visit our website at goldenyears-advisors.com. Of course, all of our past uh, recordings and podcasts are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Uh, We uh, recommend you go back and take a listen to some of these different topics. But if you have any questions, give us a call. So on this show, Michael and I are going to talk about uh, an interesting topic. We've talked about a lot of reasons why Americans should be saving for retirement, Michael, and with good reason, of course. But after all, a comfortable and enjoyable retirement is exactly what we're looking for. So we're going to talk about taking away, maybe quit saving for retirement. Uh, That's sort of a counterintuitive. But uh, today, we're going to talk about sometimes we get asked the questions, uh, when or if or should I stop saving for retirement, even if it's only temporary? Yeah, that's that's a little bit of an interesting twist. And we normally always talk about saving for retirement, how our investments should work for us. But the right kind of planning, maybe that does involve temporarily not saving for retirement. That's a little bit of an interesting twist because we're definitely both an advocate for building that robust financial strategy. But at the same point in time, a strong quality of life is super important. And it's hard to imagine how one of the ways you can get there is to stop saving for retirement. But that said, I also noticed that you use the word temporarily. Well, and- temporarily is definitely going to be a permanent part of our discussion today. If that, if you can keep that in mind, temporarily and uh, we're going to come back to that a lot of times, too. So there's some times, especially uh, in the economy right now today, a lot of the volatility and things that are going on. There are some reasons that people may want to stop saving for retirement temporarily. In fact, as there was a, um, a really good article in the U.S. News and World Report, and the article was titled Eight Times to Stop Saving for Retirement. It was found out that it was really quite insightful, but again, temporarily stop saving for retirement. So let's just jump into it, Michael. Uh, You know, we read that article. What's the first thing that the article talks about? All right, let's get to it. So the first thing, and it probably won't come as much of a surprise, but during a health crisis, it might be beneficial or maybe even essential to pause saving for retirement. I mean, at that when it comes to that point in time, you have to pay the healthcare costs. You know, insurance only covers so much sometimes, or if you're not insured, you don't really have a choice, and that's something that you're going to have to pay off. And you know, instead of putting six, seven, eight percent away for retirement every single month, maybe you should take a short pause because I think we can all agree 
Healthcare is important and you have to pay for it. Yeah, it is. It's uh, healthcare is important. And one of the major topics as we talk about overall financial planning and retirement planning. And so when we do start talking about maybe the easiest way to break away uh, from the savings for retirement for momentarily, it would have to be to cover medical bills. But let's be cautious here, just real quick and cautious. When we talk about saving for retirement through a 401k, uh, maybe versus an IRA versus a Roth IRA, if you're getting a company match, let's say, Michael, you're getting a 3% company match and you have to put in 3% to get that company match or even 6% to get that company match, that's that's still a 50 to 100% return on money. So what we're really talking about here is if you can keep that match going when we talk about not saving through a 401k, we're talking about maybe the excess. Maybe you're putting in 10% and you only need to put in 3% to get that match. We may be talking about just about that 7% difference. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's a fantastic point because at the end of the day, I don't know about you, but I like free money. Free money is good. Free money is great. It is too. And when you look at the return, and folks, if you're not taking advantage of the free money in a 401k, or pause for a second, take the free money. Again, if you have to put in 6% to get a 3% match, that is a 50% return on money, Michael. And if by chance you have an employer that matches dollar for dollar, that is a 100% return on your 401k savings for retirement. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So the word temporary is extremely significant when it comes to temporarily stopping your matching, stopping your contributions into your 401k if you have that healthcare cost that comes up, because as soon as that's done after a month or two, do not forget to continue to recontribute. Take advantage of that free money as much as you possibly can. Right. And those medical bills, as we were talking about, may be really piling up. So it might be that time to stop saving towards retirement in order to pay off those medical bills. Um, you know, and sometimes, Michael, what it is, we stop saving for the retirement and the medical get, bills get paid off and we don't re reactivate that 401k savings or that IRA savings. So uh, what happens when a person uh, may all of a sudden say, hey, I paid off on my medical bills and now I've got a little bit of a pile of money. Maybe it didn't cost me as much as I thought it was going to. Somebody got waived. I got a pile of money sitting there. Uh, what could that person do with it? I just go spend it, right? Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> but no, we're talking about <laughs> retirement savings. So there's other options rather than just an employer plan. I mean, use those funds that you're going to utilize for retirement savings and still utilize them for that purpose. Just use a different vehicle to invest in. I see. So like what? There's a traditional IRA. There's a Roth IRA. And even if you don't feel like using one of those, just a separate investment account. Either any of those work, but I'd highly recommend looking into a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA if those funds are specifically for retirement savings. Exactly. And I think the point of that is if you ha end up with a little bit of extra money, you can't just go back to your 401k plan and say, hey, here's an extra $2,000 I want to put in a one-time contribution, <laughs> right? You just can't do that. So an IRA or Roth IRA or something dedicated towards retirement, capturing that cash flow, we use that a lot. Um, and again, life happens, right? So so what about utilizing a financial professional? Should we touch on that a little bit? I mean, when you have a situation like this and you need some guidance and direction, look for and work with a good financial advisor and financial professional and make sure that you have the right plan and somebody 
maybe to help you make sure that once that's done, give you sort of that impetus to start up that savings again. So again, uh, uh, working with a financial professional, Michael, we're going to come back to that a lot. No, and I'm going to touch on one thing there too. I think that's really important, but whenever someone goes through a difficult time, it's always nice to reach out to somebody that has gone through that situation themselves. And I'm not saying a financial service professional has gone through every situation that another individual has, but I can almost guarantee you that they have worked through that situation with not just one person, but many, many people. So it's nice to draw on the experiences and the advice of other individuals when, you know, it's not always the brightest day out. You know, that's a great point. And you're absolutely right. The uh, history with uh, history with past clients and stuff like that can be a great benefit uh, to those new clients that come on board. And it's a, it's a great learning lesson. That's a great point, Michael, too. Hey, the next that U.S. News and World Report article talks about... Um, how you might want to or why you might want to stop saving for retirement is one of the topics that I really like to nail down, and that's getting rid of credit card debt. So, again, we're not you're a big on credit card debt here at this organization. I can promise you my father didn't let me use a credit card until I was already in college. So I use cash for most of my life. <laughs> cash is still king out there, man. Even if somebody doesn't want to give you a change, it it does create a little bit more of that painful feeling as opposed to flipping that credit card out. And uh, that's where I still work in life. Nope, you're definitely right. You're definitely right. So when would it make sense to stop saving for retirement when it comes to credit card debt? Yeah, great question. And, and honestly, it's just looking at the finances. And again, maybe you work with that financial professional. So Michael, if a person's paying like say 17, 18% on credit card, which is not unusual, right? Uh, and maybe their retirement accounts are only making say 8% and say they're paying 17, there's a 9% difference there. And that's a gap that you're going to want to address. I mean, you're, in other words, your investments are not even staying up with the debt percentages here. Plus that 17% is a guaranteed interest rate. Whereas that 8% that we were talking about that we might get in a 401k is not guaranteed, correct? Oh, that's a great point. And people understood a lot of things about not guaranteed this past March and April when the markets took off and went down quite a bit. Thank goodness we've had some recovery there. But, uh, you know, hey, it'd been great if somebody had the idea to take off a, a little bit of funds there at the beginning of the year, use that to pay down, uh, pay down debt. That would have been a fantastic move. And those moves are prevalent every day. All right. So again, credit cards, Maybe stopping for a moment. Now, here, don't get caught up in the one thing that we talk about, like, you know, with the CARES Act, the student loans being temporarily suspended and those kind of things, payments. Don't get caught up in this whole idea of like once that credit card debt is taken care of, start that retirement savings again. And in fact, as let's just say you're putting $200 towards credit cards to pay off your debt and you quit saving maybe $300 towards retirement. Now you're putting five hundred dollars to get that credit card paid off. Guess what you can do? You're already used to spending that five hundred dollars a month and allocating it. Why not shift the entire five hundred dollars back to the retirement savings? And the catch up is going to be amazing on that. That's a really good point. So it's important to have a plan in place and not just go into it willy nilly, right? Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, that's where a financial professional with some experience can can help you out. Another reason for possibly discontinuing retirement savings would be if you lost your job or temporarily out of work. Now, obviously, if you had an employer plan with a 401k and you lost your job, that's going to stop. All right. But we're talking about if you're contributing maybe to a Roth IRA or a standard IRA and you lose your job position, that might be the time to be able to take a, a pause from that to be able to help out with some household expenses. And when your employment starts uh, stabilizing again, you can get right back into socking away some money. 
So again, that's a great place to take a temporary halt from retirement may be a wise uh, decision in that. So Michael, is there any other areas that uh, we may take a look at as far as uh, why a person may want to halt from retirement savings? Yeah, the next point that I want to bring up is not necessarily losing a job or being temporarily laid off or something along those lines. And, uh, you know, it might arise from a situation like that, but let's talk about starting your own business. I mean, it takes a lot of cash influx to start your own business. And yeah, you need liquidity when you're talking about starting your own business as well. So let's talk a little bit about that because there's a lot that goes into the beginning of starting a business. A lot of people don't understand. And if you're not allowed to touch your funds until you're at least 59 and a half years old, because that's the rule with, with having withdrawals from retirement savings plans without having to take the penalty, of course. So liquidity is important. So let's touch on this a little bit. Yeah. Starting your own business. It's uh, you know, it's an American dream. You know, it really is and always has been. And that's the reason people come to America. That's uh, is to have your own business. You have that opportunity here in the United States, but it does take money. It, and it doesn't matter if it's a uh, a yard care business and you still have to purchase a mower. You still have to purchase equipment. You still have to do these particular things, maybe a trailer for your vehicle to be able to pull the equipment on. Or it could be a bricks and mortar kind of a, a business that you're starting up. It takes capital. And it, it takes a decent amount of capital, probably twice as much as most people plan it takes to be able to start a business. And inventory, equipment, all kinds of office space, all kinds of different things there, too. You have to walk into a business with a solid business plan. And if you have a solid business plan, Michael, that person then could say, hey, I am going to temporarily stop my retirement savings and invest into my business for the next two, three, four years. And this is the way it should look like. And then as that business does grow, then all of a sudden you can actually, you know, your income should increase and you should be able to make up those uh, times where you discontinued that savings. That makes sense. Yeah, that definitely makes sense to me. I'm glad you touched on that because I'm sure you had to go through that yourself a little bit considering, well, we're sitting in the office in the business that you started. Yeah, it's true. It, it <clears throat> takes a uh, sacrifice, but you know what? When it's your dream, it's your dream. And, uh, you know, the, the, the blessings do come from the standpoint of being able to uh, uh, have a nice profitable business where you're helping a lot of people. So yeah, in our situation, it's uh, Took some uh, sacrifices, but it's been well worth it to be able to help people out, too. And one thing I would say about a business, though, is don't kid yourself, Michael. I mean, when it don't kid yourself, you may have a business plan. It may not work out. There are times where you just got to cut, cut bait and get going on this thing, too. Uh, you just can't keep feeding and feeding and feeding if it's not going to work out. So, again, a business plan, uh, work with a professional on this. <clears throat> Uh, temporarily stop retirement, but only do it with a plan where you're going to make up uh, the, that retirement um, investments down the road. Good point. Good point. So let's uh, tell the individuals out there how they can reach us before we kind of hop into the last segment. Would you mind doing that for us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, our, our name of our show here is the Swan Song Financial Show. Uh, we're Golden Years Financial Advisors. It's Kevin and Michael Anthony. And our website is goldenyears-planning.com. You can reach us through the website or you can give us a call at 574-968-SWAN, S-W-A-N. Of course, that here stands for sleep well at night. So sleep well at night financial plan or retirement plan or financial strategy, something that doesn't create a lot of anxiety for you. So 
888-888-7926. And I'll tell you what, our team here, Michael, is eager to work with people. And uh, we're looking forward to continuing on to this next statement. So uh, we've had a great discussion already today. So what do you have for us next? So the next interesting scenario that um, the U.S. News and World Report article brought up, the eight times to stop saving for retirement, I think is a great point. And they talk about not saving for retirement when you're looking into buying a house. And especially when you're talking about covering closing costs, because that's something that a lot of people kind of always forget about. Yeah, uh, purchasing a home would be a, a great area. That one makes a lot of sense to me, Michael. And, you know, the other part of that, when you are purchasing a home, it may eventually end up into an, an equity position uh, for you down the road that you can utilize when you do retire, too. So it's worth the consideration of taking a look as opposed of stopping that retirement funding as opposed to going uh, greater into debt, especially on mortgages where you're paying most all the interest up front. Some of that down payment itself could really help your retirement down the road is what you're saying. Yeah, I would recommend stopping saving for retirement or temporarily stopping saving for retirement pretty much only for those closing costs or for that down payment. Because, I mean, normally a mortgage is a 30-year mortgage. You don't want to stop saving for retirement to make your monthly payments for 30 years because that is going to be a huge detriment and that is not the way to go. Yeah, great clarification there. Absolutely. Absolutely great clarification too. So what else? What would be next? I would say that saving for an emergency fund. An emergency fund is extraordinarily important and The way that we talk about it here, that's the first thing that people should take care of is having an emergency fund that is readily available to them. And, you know, talking about the last point where we mentioned about stopping saving for retirement for a down payment or closing costs, if we have an emergency fund in place, that shouldn't even be considered because we can already take care of that. So an emergency fund is first and foremost, one of the best financial tools that you can build up. That is a great point. And like you said, Michael, that is the foundation of where we start our planning around here is that emergency fund. And how much money should people have an emergency fund, Michael? So you read the textbooks, you listen to the experts, it it varies, but we recommend usually about six months of fixed expenses that are already saved up in our bank account are readily available to us. And I'm not talking about Netflix. I'm not talking about taking a road trip to Chicago. Those aren't fixed funds. We're talking about the things that you can't live without and having six months of those expenses built up is a very safe and comfortable position to be in. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. And uh, you know what it also does? It it prevents people from using their credit cards. I'm going to knock on that again, using their credit cards for the emergency fund. The heater went out and we put, you know, you have to put $3,000. Well, yep. you should be able to pull that out of your emergency fund. And so sometimes stopping for paying or stopping allocating towards retirement to be able to develop that emergency fund will actually save you a lot of money down the road when you have adequate re, uh, emergency funds sitting there too. Um, hey, another place to maybe pause that retirement. And again, uh, this has to do with like a lot of debt and getting out of debt. So let's talk about student loans, Michael. And these days, it's amazing when we're doing some analysis, what the um, size of some folks' student loans are. And you know the interest rate is low, but again, is it a manageable interest rate? And sometimes debt like loans and stuff can just hang around and sort of almost be a little depressing. So when people have an adequate emergency fund and no debt, talk about sleep well at night, but what do you think about people paying off student loans? I think student loans are uh, 
speaking from personal experience, not the most enjoyable things to have. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is if you have significant student loans, just like any other loan, like a mortgage or uh, any other credit card debt, the faster you can pay it off, the better. If it is within your capabilities to start paying that off and, you know, figure out an aggressive attack plan, I would go ahead and do something like that. And I think it's extraordinarily important to figure out a budget, especially once you ride out of school, right out of college, graduate school, whatever it may be, is figure out a budget right away and consider to aggressively attack that student loan right from the beginning so that it's just becoming part of your normal life. Because honestly, if you're 23, 24, 25 years old and you can get your student loans paid off by the time you're 30, you're going to feel fantastic fantastic and it's going to be great to not have that looming over your head i mean you're 25 26 years 27 years old you're still going to bars with your buds and they're talking about <laughs> having to pay off their student loans man and you just sit there with a nice little smile on your face there's no better feeling and then the thing is is it just keeps adding up if you don't pay that off because you have your student loan then you're going to have a mortgage then you're going to have credit card debt it's best to start off on the right foot get a budget in place, aggressively attack that student loan if you can, and take it down. That's that's my opinion. Well, your opinion matters because you're in that age group that uh, probably has some student loans, and uh, appreciate your insights on that too. Uh, we spent a lot of time, Michael, talking about why you should pause retirement savings. And you know what? To maybe take the last couple minutes here, let's talk about how to catch up a little bit. How's that sound? A little bit like now we've paused it, we've paid some things off, we have a better emergency fund, credit cards are gone, student loans are gone. Uh, you're still taking your company match through all that. If you do have a company match, now we're ready to start getting uh, caught up on those contributions. So one of the first things a person could do is uh, simply start maxing out uh, what they uh, what they can put into the 401k plan or a similar pro product like an IRA or a Roth IRA. Sort of make your money work for you. Uh, put the money in there, make your money work for you. What could be better than that? Hey, making my money work for me sounds great. I love the thought that money can make money for me while I'm at work making money. It's, it's pretty nice. Well, I like that. A, so you have to sort of follow that whole thing there, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, and the cool thing is, Michael, you just painted a picture where the person has a good emergency fund, has no credit card debt, no student loan debts. The amount of money that was being allocated to those credit card loans and student loan debts can now easily be shifted right towards retirement and retirement planning. And at times you can be talking a significant $10,000, $15,000 a year of additional money that just loosened up. Uh, that's a really cool, good, good thing. And then your money starts working for you. I'll tell you one of the best ways I think about uh, getting in and catching up is utilizing those uh, automatic contributions uh, where it come out right before you get your check and they're oh. just sent directly to your 401k or your IRA or savings account and you don't ever see the money. I what? couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I don't think we can emphasize this enough. I mean, and I think this goes back a little bit to budgeting or at least living within your means, but you are able to set that direct deposit you're getting uh, you're getting from work and you're able to send certain parts of it to wherever you want. I mean, as my father just mentioned, you can send it to your 401k, which most individuals already do, and it's automatically deducted. But they don't. the rest of your direct deposit doesn't always have to entirely go to that checking account. It can go to different accounts. And I would highly recommend taking a portion out of the, what's direct deposited and having it automatically put away, out of sight, out of mind, you don't miss it, and it will pay dividends in the future. That is a fantastic idea, and it's a great way to be able to have a, a really great automatic savings plan. Hey, another potential way 
to add a little fuel to the retirement savings is to look for ways to increase your income. And you may, a person may want to consider just a side job, uh, something you enjoy doing, uh, you know, like, hey, I like to play golf. So if I happen to get on the green screw for a couple hours a day out there, uh, I get to enjoy what I'm doing and mow some yards or mow some of the course out there and make a little side extra money. I can 100% dedicate that directly to my retirement plan. And you're enjoying it the entire time. I mean, for me, it's, it'd be sweet to have a side job at a gym, you know, even go go down, clean machines and get a free gym membership out of it. That's There's a lot of benefits to doing something that you enjoy to do to get some extra cash. You bet. I love the idea of making money while you're doing something you enjoy. So, hey, unfortunately, we're out of time today. And Michael, do you have anything else to add before we uh, close out the show? I just wanted to say one more time, please feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions, concerns, uh, if you have any comments about a show that we should make at some point in time, we are always here to help and assist. Again, we are Golden Years Financial Advisors. I'm Michael Anthony. And I'm Kevin Anthony. And this is the Swan Song Financial Show. Signing off for the day. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Swan Song Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at goldenyears-advisors.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.